A, I consider myself a very lucky guy, uh, blessed and highly favored, just because you hit play today. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Richard's Rant, and good morning. As you know, the morning is the best part of the day, before anything has gone wrong, before you have to pull out any contingencies or backup plans, and may that energy encapsule you, keep you safe, envelope you, and just take you until you listen to the next rant. <laughs> As you know, to build... um traffic or demand or exposure for the rants, I do look to see what is trending on social media. And uh, today's rant should be called England, but I don't know if that is going to make the cut. The reason being is that <laughs> I have no idea how to put England in it, but uh, I see it as challenge accepted. The closest that I can come to is that people are COVID fatigued and uh, looking for any kind of distraction because what is in traditional media daily is COVID. What is on social media trending daily is different, but it's all in the realm of entertainment, even with sports. But on some occasions, COVID did hemorrhage into it. So, I would have read three newspapers today, at the date of this recording, it is the 25th of May. And I... it had a lot of information, and I'm just going to give it to you straight as to what stood out for me. Uh, this one, I'm hoping it doesn't be disjointed, because I didn't, and I'm not going to compile it. But the papers did what the papers were supposed to do in my opinion there's a lot of content today oh don't know if all right so there's a lot of content today and a lot of food for thought in my opinion a 19 year old security was charged with murder apparently someone called the police after it had some sort of a situation and two brothers were left for dead in the road and you know typical newspaper crappy reporting i don't know if it was related to his security guard duties if it was independent if he's a hired hitman but i do know that more attention should have been paid to that article in my because he's 19. he's 19. his life could be over he has been an adult for one year as a matter of fact you know what He's just outside the warranty period for his parents. He's just outside that one-year manufacturer's warranty and we can't send him back. One year for an adult and you're already doing this kind of shit. And we have no idea what's the context and that is why it is, you know, papers are shit. So, the uh, sisters that died, that's all I could say about him. I mean, I feel in it because I feel it must have a context and the age of the guy and what the legal system might do to him, how long he might be waiting for trial, especially in this COVID time. He probably, if it is, he meets somebody, if he in love, if he want to have children, his life, you know, and I don't think it's normal for a guy to kill two guys in the road. So obviously we need some context, but obviously the newspaper that was beneath them. And you know what was the sad part? It was in three newspapers over two days, Sunday and Monday, and the information still shitty. 
Sunday's article and Monday's article almost look exactly the same. I was just too lazy to actually read them side by side. Because nothing good will come out of that. I already know the papers are shit anyway. And I have a limited amount of time. So Now, you know that uh, two sisters died of COVID recently. And social media was sad. And apparently 700 people went to the funeral. Virtually, of course. I hope it's because that they were loved. Because if it is just because their deaths made headlines, I mean, uh, but oh, they were nice. They were lovely. Apparently, we lost, you know, the sun and the sky and the moon and the night. May they rest in peace. But I'm not sure why 700 people was up in the funeral. And I really hope it's for the good reasons. There was a police officer that died and uh, well he didn't have his funeral yet but if you read the outpouring from his son uh his name is constable neptune and well the last memory that his son have is that apparently he was recently arrested and the police beat him up and whatnot was social media i didn't see it but apparently it was on socials and uh, his father who is a police officer came and fellow police officer wouldn't let him see his son because he was outranked so i know what kind of scene is that you know but uh, that happened and uh, his friend who is also a police officer his wife died they didn't say it was covid related so i assume it was natural causes and uh, he went to comfort his friend on the way back he died I assume possibly he was not wearing his seatbelt because um, he was thrown from the vehicle and he was on the opposite side of the road and his son was just holding his body and saying you know my daddy was awesome everybody loved him even the prisoners loved him he used to give charity he used to this his sisters are wrong everybody crying he was the heart the soul the mind the backbone of the family now they just want to kill themselves their words not mine so apart from the killing yourself part that's a that's a life well lived that there is a life well lived yeah may we all aspire to have a life well lived and to make a difference in so many people's lives that's what i try to do you know a positive difference i hope that that's what you try to do too now 14,000 people applied to the salary relief grant over the course of two days when last you see 14,000 trainees converge for anything now out of the 14,000 over 7% of our total population, meaning 1.1 million, because over 70,000 people visited the website online. So what is that telling you? What is really going on in this country right now? And on top of that, we have 16 people arrested for quarantine breaches. So what is that really telling you about the state of affairs right now? Then we have people reaching out to the Express begging for help because they may not have paid NIS so they don't qualify. One is a father for they did not speak about his wife or the mother or mothers of the children but he have a fuck up heart. The correct thing is some kind of congenital disease and you know right but 
right he have a fuck up heart and he was working taxi for someone and in these hard covid times the person raised the amount of money that he had to bring in daily from 150 to 180 and after a while he just couldn't make so he tried to have a reasoning and the reasoning was i give me back my car so now he unemployed and he can't get no help and the children need food and they don't have down to water and all they do have so i mean you could you could close off your hat and be like you know even as a taxi driver you're supposed to still pay nisa health to charge on your taxes you report your so fuck you bitch but um you know given the fact that that's not our culture in terms of to voluntarily pay taxes and besides it's not as though anyone could escape taxes they call it vat and for each one of those children he would have had to pay for them to be registered and whatever else goes along with babies so he would have paid some taxes but not the right one so personally you know i just think that that's something that should be catered for and there should be a helpline or a hotline or something line for these people as well um he was the one that resonated with me there was another guy that he used to be something uh, uh working at poultry depot close by and he had no money he could lose his rent he literally starved into that is when people bring food for him he just tried to ration it which is scary because he's starving to that like you know like next to everybody that not starving to that is not that kind of a pandemic so that's a scary thought um and there was one other person but that person they wasn't starving to that who had four children it was a normal person so i mean of course they should be included in the article and all that but yeah and everybody phone number and stuff was there so i would have spoken about all of these things before it's just amazing to see the newspaper actually doing some sort of journalism and starting to highlight these things now auntie cam cam is saying that we need vaccines because at the end of the day this is not sustainable I agree with it not being sustainable. I don't know if I agree with the vaccines, especially since she is talking about how people are disposing of vaccines that are expiring. And instead of letting them expire, we could bring them here. In particular, the AstraZeneca. Now, the reason why they're letting them expire, Auntie, is because people freed them and it causing blood clots and whatnot. So um, I don't know if necessarily we want to exchange one for the other, but maybe if they go and expire anyway, we could bring them. And if you want to take it, you know, at least you have the option, give the people the choice so I could get behind it only to that amount that, you know, if you want it, try it and see, you might like it. Yeah. So apart from that now we also have an elderly couple that the vaccines nearly get mixed up now of course jackass journalism again all this is that the people and them get the phone call to come for the vaccine so they thought it was the second dose of what i think is the astra because i believe that one is in two doses if it's not astra then it's the other one but um 
So they just gingerly come and they happen to notice the nurse says something. And the old lady was like, hey, so there's not a such and such. And the nurse was like, no, girl, there's a tiny one. She's like, you lie. No, darling, you're trying to kill me. You want to kill Tanti and Shiman. Because it's Tanti and Shiman comfort with the daughter. And the daughter went up on the socials. But the daughter was responsible on the socials saying she don't want to cause panic. She just wants to highlight what happened so that you could be aware and be vigilant. Um, because apparently what why it happened is because the nurses do sometimes fill out the form because some people illiterate, not an insult, a fact, and as such it may have caused some administrative issue. So the fact that it was such a big article in the papers, I thought that if it is you mix the vaccines, the person would just melt, explode, disintegrate, bubble, the heart will stop, the blood will turn to brick, I don't know. Google it, you will get sick, you might get little headaches and whatnot, but that's about it. So I stoops and I move on. And I know I wasn't going and Google it, you know, because if I didn't Google it, I might have been more excited to give that story. But yeah. Meanwhile, St. Christopher's, my favorite gas station. Remember, I have no license and no car. So it's my favorite gas station because they have nice snacks all right <laughs> has nothing to do with gas so if you have a car that's not a recommendation for you <laughs> but they have everything you could think about that you might want to eat in a very small and convenient and clean friendly setting oh when i was working in port of spain in the night i would sometimes put on music and gingerly take a stroll to St. Christopher's, buy some stuff, come home and have a party for one. It was vibes. Do not necessarily go into Port of Spain in the night for a stroll. I honestly swear to God, believe that I was almost kidnapped once. So there were no digressions in this one so far, so I'll tell you. I used to work from 4 to midnight in Port of Spain. So my lunch would have been around 9 p.m that particular night i went to lunch even later like maybe 10 something like that half past 10. anyway i don't think that that particular hour made a difference though and i used to like to walk especially since the job is a lot of sitting so i would go walking usually thinking about my life and what has become of it you know stuff like that often do that then i started smoking hemp so that was fun literally it was really fun relaxing the night the coolness of the air remember port of spain is a port so you have that nice sea breeze coming in just the, the little saltiness in it the quietness the rustling of the trees it it, it, it was nice so i'm walking on the street that unit trust is on because i can't remember the name of it and i see a car nothing else on the street but the car the car was coming and then it slowed down i didn't think anything of it except that it slowed down and take off the lights so then i started to walk on the in 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 of the pavement and then i stopped because there's um well there's a big park car park public car park so that has you could there's a big space from the roadside to the shops in the park that all looks like a giant pavement but of course that's what it is so i walked towards the shop 
and to my surprise the car then drives off with a speed but the lights are off so i said all right so i continue walking only to see the car make a block and come back in my ass well hey 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 and it driving slow it driving slow so i take off my phone and uh, where was i was i still by the car park i'd be remembered having a bench but i don't think it was still by that car park because finnish car park is there too and something else i don't believe it have a bench situation something but i remember it was a sitting and i take off my phone and i sit down and i watch in the car and the car watching me because i don't know i now go and try to outrun a car sweaty up myself this early night and I'm not sure what's happening here. If this is a kidnap, if I look like I have nice organs, or if I was going to get raped, I, I, I don't know. But I sit down, whatever had to come, it had to come face on. You ain't grabbing me. I had to see what happening, and, and you had to say goodnight or something and have some respect. And I ain't going quietly either. So when they see I take off the phone and started messaging, and then uh, take out the pass for where I was working as well. And then I went on the phone, they speed off again. I said, well, yes, Lord Jesus, look at my crosses. So, but on some ways I kind of felt um, like complimented, like either I was sexy enough to get kidnapped or somebody wanted my organs or my organ something, you know? Or maybe they just see the shit phone that I had and they was like, he do or nothing. So anyway, or they see where I was working and they was like, oh shit, he really do or nothing. And they move off, one of the two. Or three. But anyway, coming back to St. Christophers. So they are giving $20 gift cards for if you show your vaccine card. I don't know if this is the beginning of the Mark of the Beast because they also have other things like you can't do some particular sport or game if you do have the vaccine card and something about traveling as well. So maybe it's the Mark of the Beast coming to pass. Maybe it's just life. Either way, for a split second, I did think about getting the vaccine just to get $20 off of St. Christopher's. And I kid you not, the reason why the thought was curtailed is not because of the foolishness of it, you know. It's because I think I would spend more in transport to get the vaccine and to go to St. Christopher's after than the $20 gift card. So basically, all they have to do is give a bigger gift card and I might be there. I might be motivated. I that easy. I that cheap. <sighs> so, next up we have the next thing that stood out to me is this dude. He's 68. His wife is around the same thing. She have a fuck up heart. He have a fuck up hip. And uh, this going on for years to the point where when he wake up in the morning, he do have the pleasure of being a man again with morning wood. Instead, he have to wonder if it is he could even get up out of bed, literally, to use the bathroom. So maybe he does still get, I don't know, but they didn't say. Of course, if I was a reporter, I would have asked all these things, like, how long are you? How often are you able to, um, what's the word I should, reconsummate, recommit, 
the fidelity of your marriage bed. But the reporter didn't ask them kind of thing. So, anyway, what stood out is that Ahol Shets, Ahol Shets stood out in this story. One, he had surgeries before, and the surgeries failed. I don't understand how a surgery to correct your hip with replacing it with another hip could fail. How the hip could fail, how it could be affecting it. That's something malpractice-ish to me. However, then we go on that is not he need a different kind of hip or some kind of shit. And Ministry of Health doesn't deal with that. So the man was proactive. He couldn't afford it, although he does do a lot of charities and stuff. He reached out to another charity, Alliance Club. And they say, all right, bet you'll get a hip, you know, and you could be wanging in a hole in no time. Nope, not going to get to be no gunman in she hole because the Ministry of Health say we don't use products that come not from the ministry stocks. So you say, all right, okay. So then he explored doing it private is over 100,000. So I don't know who this man needs to sue or cuss, but he did start off right with getting GML involved, especially since they seem to have a personal vendetta against the government because I think that the government restricted their advertising revenue after there was a, this, an issue with their editor-in-chief and a political report. I believe they were smited so they are smiting back but this is going on for years now so he did the right thing by calling out um the papers in particular gml to have a look-see and see what's going on now the other controversial thoughts that came up to me that you know i would share with you but i brace yourself this one is controversial is how stupid are people i don't know how else to put it right I don't even, I'm not even saying that the man particular is stupid or anybody that does this is stupid. I'm just looking at it in a very sterile, isolated environment. In that, you were thought to believe in God and religion. You have been praying to have the situation resolved for almost a decade, and it has not been resolved. Yet still, you continue to pray and hope. Is it that you think that you are lot? Because you can't be like Jonah going down in the belly of the whale because he keep waiting for God to save him. But you would be like Lot asking God not to forsake you and wait is really going on. So is it that you believe that you are Lot? If it is, it wasn't for the stronghold that religion has on you, on us, myself included. You would not be doing that. You would not be trying something for 10 years that is not working. You would stop believing in it. But it's the same thing when something is inculcated into the human brain, especially that first seven years of your life, you pattern your life from that reality. I am one of the few people I know, the producer is another one, that tries to reprogram themselves and look at things objectively. Because at the end of the day, it's only because he was programmed. And it's the same thing with this coronavirus. We have been systematically programmed to fear it. And it's like we can't see anything else except that nothing else makes sense. Everything is to fear, turn on each other, run, hide, as per the rhetoric. But at what point in time, regardless of it being religion, relationship, an investment, 
a loved one, a child, or a relationship that we decide it's not working. Let's try something else. We do it all the time. That's why it is I say good morning before your day goes to shit. So we do it with trivial things. That's another thing too. When it comes to business, we are able to make logical decisions easier. Somebody will have more than one job and not tell their employer about it. Somebody will be actively looking for other employment and not tell their other employer about it. Someone would agree to give two weeks notice and then rescind it. Someone would um commit fraud in work for whatever reason, be it uh, uh, for, forge on the time or calling sick when you're not. All of that is fraud and think nothing of it. But if it is you're in a relationship, especially a relationship that's not fulfilling all of your needs, you don't actively outsource or get another spouse or partner. Why? You don't want to be single, just like how you don't want to be unemployed, so you would like to transition into someone else. What, why is it so difficult to wrap our brain around that concept? when we do it because we are thought that it's wrong and it's reinforced over and over and over through religion and through music and through pop culture but if it is you are unhappy in something as important as your relationship but you don't want to be single that is what you're supposed to be doing you should have multiples you should have a part-time and so forth it's, it's, it's just facts and this whole thing too with fidelity and even chastity no this is something as important as you deciding who is going to spend your life with or make some kind of commitment that will affect or pivot your life around you should have multiple partners you should sample different flavors when you go to hagen he doesn't know what ice cream you want but you just want to know what person you want to spend the rest of your life with because they're cute no these are things that i think that we ought to you know just have an open mind it's not in society's best interest to promote this kind of behavior because then people are more difficult to control not to mention you have lost billable and productivity hours while you think in thoughts but yeah you you in your quiet time and i'm sure you have quite a bit now think these thoughts and see where you want to go see where it could go you know then we have a schizophrenic guy is dead and i don't think anybody gonna get charged with it because there's women involved and because people are stupid but the story goes that he was in and out of saint anne's this time he was out he was apparently attacking the female relative in the house and uh, the two female relatives were able to restrain him by holding his hands and kneeling on his chest so that George Floyd him and now he's dead yeah nobody was arrested but the boy the security guard the 19 year old with the stabbing he arrested but the two women nobody arrested or anything they take the report and investigations on going because i want to know if it is you kneeling or restraining this individual there would be a point from him trying to kill you 
to him trying not to die and that would have been the goldilocks or the sweet spot for you to take your knee off your fucking chest so as far as i am seeing you're supposed to be whining in a jail cell under manslaughter however you have a vagina so both of you two so double power so we'll see if anything comes out of it oh i'm wondering if this should be a part one and a part two as well england part one england part two but nah, I'll go through. Because it's altogether the stories are interesting, but it don't really have anything to do a cliffhanger and like tune in for more. Nah, 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 nah. However, there was some exciting news. I call it exciting news coming out of Europe. A cable car bus in Italy. My personal opinion that have no bearing in reality no bearing on facts no nothing i just think that a dry rot reason being is that they had a lockdown it was recently replaced they had a lockdown and they come back out on the thing bus i mean that never was happened when you pull like your leather shoe and thing you rest it down and then you, you you take it out you step outside and then it flick so i think the damn thing just dry rot plus it up in the mountain the place cold freezing and toying it and getting lubricated during the lockdown sad thing is real people dead about 40. and i think to myself i just going and cross that off my list i never liked the idea but i always thought that it was safe like an elevator obviously not because before this accident they had another one which was the worst in their history and i kid you not but an um, american plane fly into the cables on a oopsie so not going to undo it mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. this cable card though it not only fell from wherever height they was trying to kiss jesus cheek it hit the mountain and rolled the fuck down the mountain like Humpty Dumpty before crashing into a tree. Not me. So that is off of my list now and forever. Might skydive before going one of those cards. And it is an indication of the crumbling transportation structure of Italy. So if ever I find myself in Italy, guess who's going to ride a bicycle? yes the other exciting news is apparently it had a race through a mountain in china and it gets so cold that the people actually freeze to death and 21 of the people in the race died that sounds like something straight out of a sci-fi movie and they say oh the weather reports didn't say it was going to be so cold i have never really seen a weather a meteorologist say cloudy with a chance of death but yeah and they had on the running clothes and this that had indications that something was wrong athletes were having issues warming up the place was cold but you know they want to run so yeah may they rest in peace it take hours for them to have to rescue everybody nobody finished that race so i guess the winner of the race is mother nature so that was the excite oh no and one more covid has reached mount everest don't know how it reached up there but it has and i think that those people should be studied given the fact that it's a respiratory illness it would already be difficult to breed up there with the thin air the cold the chance of pneumonia without covid so the survivors of 
COVID up there, I think should be tested to see what they have genetically that others don't have. And maybe we could put that in the RNA vaccine or something of that nature or use CRISPR. CRISPR is this thing where you, that you can use to alter genes. You could order one on Amazon and you could alter genes yourself. It have like a little toolkit and everything and you could make something glue and all of that. Just you, me, normal, you could do it for fun because obviously they're trying to acclimate us into when they tell us that they have been fucking with our genes through the water or the air or something. I mean, Flint did happen, right? Don't listen like, oh my god, that read Flint did happen. Alright? Let's see. What else? There is a Calypsonian that actually is a lawyer and his name is Christopher Grant. And that stood out to me because he has wrote monumental calypsos like Denise Plummer, Nalivin, um, Singing Sandra, Voices from the Ghetto, and a couple others that would have won competitions that we know and love. And he says that he uses his writing for therapy. And uh, yeah, he just writes it and give it to them. And he's an attorney by profession and he has been writing and doing this for what, more than a decade of course and it's his therapy so that stood out because in addition to talking i also write so maybe i could yeah <laughs> monetize it and so do some friends of mine so maybe we could monetize it i don't know and the fact that he was talking about therapy you know mental health in particular is something that is really coming to the forefront because we trivialize the lockdown as though it was normal when we live in societies where restricting someone's movement is a capital punishment so jamaica now has a hotline for students in particular dealing with the issue trinidad has one as well for anyone dealing with the issue jamaica's is government sanctioned or supported ours is the psychologist of Trinidad and Tobago recognizing and doing something which is appreciated and even internationally do we have Oprah and Prince Henry I didn't even realize that they had a show I know that they had the interview with Megan and the Prince but the name of the show is the me you can see and they are talking about mental health and that's amazing people of that caliber that in terms of their reach their influence um that's amazing and they are equally inviting people with extremely high influence like lady gaga and whatnot to talk about mental health so i think that that could only do good for the entire sector of health healthcare overall it is Words can't explain. It's invaluable. It is invaluable. All right, then we have Tokyo that is still wanting to push the Olympics, although 60 to 80% of the population is against it. And 6,000 doctors wrote a petition again against it. There's the attorney against it. And I think that this is amazing because here we have a government saying, all oh, stupid, or they don't know what they're talking about. We doing it. And I applaud them. It's the reverse of here. So maybe they could switch. But I applaud them. We have one city in Japan that is overrun with COVID. The rest of Japan is not. Not that they are COVID free, but they're not overrun. 
and what they did is they reached out to top healthcare officials and whatnot and the world health organization says once they do the precautions and whatnot they'll be good to go they have put things in place and they are moving towards living with covid which is where we should all be and i do believe that their population is either being coerced or is irrational or simply overrun with fear because the nba is going on and yes the olympics would have people from all over the world but those people have to be vaccinated and they have to be COVID free to enter the country and the nba would have had people from all over the country you have the ipl that was people from all over the world one athlete did get COVID though then you have the european league going on that's why england is trending right now on social media you have the beach football going on which trinidad just lost and came out from and you have the Co- copper america or copa america coming up the life is in progress get with it get with it speaking of sports you have the atlanta Hawks interim coach fined 25,000 US for saying that the NBA favors the New York Knicks. Why that stood out to me is because I was wondering what if it is the um, what if our politicians get fined their salary every time they talk shit and they don't just get fined you know it goes to charity immediately it has to be accounted for and everything i wonder if then we'll get that level of accountability and honesty from them or at least the respect to hide the shit better you know and uh, well that is one of our social issues and it will continue to be and my fear is that it would get worse that the social issues will get worse by the lockdown the divides that I am seeing, for example, between traditional media and social media may get bigger. People might mistrust each other. You know, none of these things are positive, yeah? We have a pensioner couldn't operate the ATM machine. A lady helped him. As per his permission, she asked, she put the money in his right pocket. When he left the ATM, he was robbed. The guy just came up to him and took the money from his right pocket. Meanwhile, the woman that helped him drove off in a car. He said that he think it was a setup and the woman said, and I said, well, it's best nobody help you. Because why does she go want somebody else to take the money when she could take it right there? She could have also follow you. She was in a car. She could have pulled you in if she wanted the money or whatnot. Perhaps it's because he blasted it and make out a glass and somebody saw. And why are you robbing pensioners? This is the second to the third pensioner to be robbed. That's because they're easy targets. That's because people are desperate. Seventy-something thousand people get on that website for relief, you know. We have a businessman that was robbed on a home invasion and he was killed. He was shot in the head. The two female suspects reported it when they heard that he died and everybody being questioned. One of the people is a Grenadian national. Right? Then you have a out of work construction worker, a guy, a man, he's 20, 
he went to lime down the road by his sister his sister was having an argument with a neighbor about a dog and he intervened in the argument to defend his sister and out of nowhere four venezuelans jump out of the bush and chop him up i don't even understand the story but that is what it's and leave him for dead in the bush and his mother and sister was there as he died losing their mind because as i quote his head was opened up and his ears was hanging on and he said ma i need some water a dying about 30 chop wounds so i'm seeing that we haven't frustrations and stuff that hemorrhaging in different ways from the schizo dude to everything and all i'm asking is that i don't think any of us listening have the influence to specifically change things on a great scale but we could change things on a small scale and that will be a grand feature for the person that we are able to affect and let that be enough each one help one each one do better there's another dead man that apparently had an amazing life because he used to work massy machinery and he has a full page massy machinery ad talking about how amazing an employee he was and how they would miss him so apart from his personal life some little messages from the wife and all that but it's a massy ad so he named him neil or massy so may we all strive to live that kind of life of value that people will miss us when we are gone and we would live on in their actions words thoughts and deeds so thank you for tuning in to this edition of richard's rant subscribe to the vibe and comment towards our betterment vibes <laughs>